coming straight at you for episode three of Big Gaming. Welcome everyone to another episode of Big Gaming. I'm your host Biggie Size, and really hasn't been a whole lot of news this week. Just really some big game releases. The biggest one being Black Ops 4, which I have been playing and gotta say it's a pretty damn good game. They've done a good job. I was honestly very hesitant to purchase it and still I can't say I love it or I've been as happy with my purchase as in with previous installments other than uh, the World War II one. I didn't buy that one but the ones before it I've purchased and I've enjoyed them mostly but uh, this one being real mo multiplayer focused I like it because it feels a little fresher, like they really spent more time on the multiplayer components being the kind of revamped uh, standard multiplayer, and then you've got, of course, Blackout, which does feel very nice as a Battle Royale. I think it kind of hit every note I wanted it to. All I wanted was a Call of Duty-style Battle Royale game, and that is exactly what Blackout delivers, and maybe even takes it up a step with the map being interesting and being a uh, bunch of smaller maps from previous Call of Duty games that are in the Black Ops series, all put in the one with some extra stuff in there. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Zombies being not necessarily anything new, at least to me, and about what you would expect from previous uh, Zombies installments, but still fun. All together, a wonderful package. Um, I think my problem, ultimately, is the price points. Since it's so multiplayer-focused, other than Blackout, you are, on the base game, just getting a handful of maps for multiplayer. And I think only two scenarios, if I remember correctly, for the uh, zombies uh, in the box. With more to come if, if you have the season pass. And that's the thing is, you know, you're dropping uh, 100 bucks on the game if you buy one. I think it's the deluxe bundle if you're one that season pass is included. And that's just starting to get sickening. And it's not just Call of Duty's fault, honestly. I mean, other games have been doing it for a while now. It, I think it just feels more in your face because of the multiplayer focus. And, you know, it gets boring playing on the same map uh, over a while. And especially... Especially since I feel like the majority of the maps in Black Ops 4, in the multiplayer side, are remakes. Like, I kept jumping into, like, hey, I know this map. Yeah, this was in, like, Black Ops 1. Oh, hey, this map is feels really familiar. Oh, it's in Black Ops 2. I remember that now. Feels like there's quite a few of those. And although they're very good maps, they're a lot of fun to play on, I uh, kind of felt maybe a little gypped, maybe just a little gypped. I went ahead and broke down and bought the deluxe edition. I'm still not totally sure why I did it, honestly. Uh, I did get it for like 85 bucks off of Green Man, Green Man Gaming, but still, I dropped $85 on this game, on a Call of Duty game. And if you enjoy it, go for it. I'm not necessarily di uh, dissing on uh, Call of Duty because I am a fan of the series. I've really enjoyed the single player quite a bit. I think in the later ones I enjoyed the single player more than the multiplayer just because I'm almost 30. I don't play games as much as I used to. I can already feel my reflexes just going down the toilet. So against a, a kid 
who has a lot more time playing or even probably more talented people, even my age, who are just have better reflexes and stuff. I can't hang with them. So I'm terrible. I'm not competitive anymore, even though I try to be. And uh, so maybe that's why I feel a little gypped is in two of the modes, they are straight multiplayer going against the world and I'm god awful at it. And I have one mode that I can at least be in co-op with other people and go against the computer. So maybe that's why I'm feeling that way. But in either case, I just hate the feeling, especially in this case, that I'd have to drop more than $60 to really get a complete package. And it just, it it bothers me a little bit. I'm not going to say it's outright bad or terrible or it should be the the industry should be ashamed of itself for doing it. If that's what they want to do, that's totally fine. I support them, obviously, because I paid 85 bucks for it. It even fills out you know, the game at a discount. But I'm still supporting them. And uh, they made a good, solid game. And I would recommend anyone, if you know exactly what you're getting, you know, even if you haven't played Blackout, it's PUBG, just in my opinion, it's cleaner. It, it runs much better. And I think it's honestly... Not as tactical as PUBG, but I still think it's quite a bit of fun. And uh, so if you that's what you're looking for, I highly recommend going for it. I've also continued playing the uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, Google Project Stream version that I got into. And it's still wonderful. I highly recommend uh, trying to get a part of that. Uh, well, I guess I'll break it down. The Project Stream is still great. As I said, my connection is modest i have a 200 megabyte connection cable through charter runs great buffers every now and then but not enough to where it, i felt like it bothered me the latency i felt like i was playing it on console you know, it felt good and the game itself my complaints that i've had in the past episodes are still there i don't like the store i uh at certain points it does feel a tad grindy but overall, it's a solid game. If you like Assassin's Creed, this has probably been one of the better ones that have come out. And uh, even though I'm not a big fan of the series, I've just kind of dabbled in it from here or there. But I've kind of had fun with the setting. I like the chick you play as. Uh, she's really cool. The voice actor does a good job for her. So that's a solid game too. But that's pretty much all I've been playing. But hey, let's go ahead and get into some news, why don't we? Big. First up, we have Red Dead Redemption 2 developer opens up about work conditions at Rockstar. That is the header from the Polygon article written by a Owen Good. I love Polygon. You probably hear me mention them a lot about the articles. They're one of my go-to places. I just enjoy their work. Owen's also a really good writer there, and that's his headline. It's a good one because there's been a discussion as of late post the... Uh, Telltale Games closure of crunch time and if you're not familiar haven't heard anything about it it's exactly what it sounds like you know you're getting close to that uh, uh, due date and you're asked to work harder you know maybe put in a couple of weekends work later hours to really tie things up to meet that deadline that's crunch time and I think in every uh, what would you call it? Industry. We feel that. I, I'm an accountant. I've never worked in the gaming industry. I've I've worked in a bunch of other industries, and I've had crunch time, especially when it comes around tax time and needing to get stuff done in the month. Definitely crunch time, and it's not fun, and it's tough, and it really uh, wears on your psyche. And I can't imagine as a developer because you're releasing a game that's going to go out to the public. 
People are either going to praise it or criticize it or be somewhere in between. You know, I mean, good God, we've had people write in death threats. I can't say I've ever gotten a death threat because of a PNL we put out. But my God, you see it all the time when people like make a change to a game or do anything like that. They, they go so far as threatening their life or their family. And that's kind of, that's a lot of pressure. And on top of that, you're coming off a 100-hour week and you're exhausted. So that, that just wears on you, wears on your family. It's Crunch time is rough. Sometimes it's necessary. I, I can't say it's always a bad thing. But I think there definitely needs to be a deep discussion. I'm happy it's, ha it's happening. That we need to not view people as just a means to an end, but as like a creative entity. In accounting, we view human labor as an expense. And I, that's always bothered me. Because uh, you look at a P&L, at the very bottom when you see expenses, you'll see labor, whatever you want to call it, hours, tons of names for it. And that always bothers me because I always view that amount as really being an asset that needs to be valued, not just looking at a bunch of humans in a room as just a, a bunch of things that are going to eventually... Uh, develop this thing for you and that's what's going to be the real asset that's going to really make the money those people in there are the ones that are making that happen they should be the assets and like any asset overworking it or overusing it can have detrimental effects you think like a truck a car a computer uh, anything like that it can uh, damage it and you may not get the same performance like you did before so you have to maintain it and i've used this Humans being the same way, uh, normally keeping a strict schedule. Uh, I think we're definitely creatures of habit, and that's very important. But I've even noticed in my own life, I normally work 50-hour weeks, and that's where I like to cap it because I, I can feel it after a 10-hour workday with maybe I take a lunch. I, I, I'm not a workaholic, but I'm a couple steps from it. So I just like to keep going at it. So I have a hard time stopping. So just take that into account. But after 10 hours, my productivity, my um, critical thinking, my creative thinking just goes down the toilet. And I've worked a 100-hour week one time, and it was maybe the worst work experience I've ever had. And I cannot imagine... Uh, someone being maybe, maybe if you want to say forced or coerced is probably a better way of saying it for a hundred hours, uh, weeks on end. And that, I can't imagine it. So we're getting conflicting reports from Rockstar. Not conflicting, I think that's wrong. People have come out to say different opinions on what they've experienced at Rockstar. It seems like the overall majority, if you look at the article and other articles that are out about this uh, this subject, it uh, seems like the majority of people there were not, never felt forced. They may have done it voluntarily, or they've never been asked to work that long. And that's good. That's good. And I think sometimes as employees, especially if we really care about the product we're putting out, uh, we'll be willing, at least for a short time, to put in that extra work. Uh, but I never feel like someone should be forced feel like they're forced or maybe even coerced is maybe stepping over the line in my opinion to uh work that long 
because it does have a major effect, especially long term. So it sounds like Rockstar's in an okay place. They're they've maybe they've asked a few to put in that extra effort, and you know if they did, if some people did that, then good on them. You know for for stepping up and handling that. I'm sure their managers and higher ups appreciate it. And I think that's also very important. You know, it's one thing to ask your employees to put in 130% or however much you ask, but you need to let them know when they rose above the Call of Duty, (laughs) they need to be rewarded in some way. At the very, very least, uh, tell them a job well done. And make sure the email is not by your secretary. Send it out yourself. I can't stand that. I can't stand when you get a congratulatory email, but it comes... Not from the, the boss who sent it, but it's it's from the secretary. Ugh, it bothers me. Please don't ever do that. Rockstar, don't ever do that, please. I'll never do that in my life. It's, it's terrible. But anyways, that's a rant. But anyways, uh, good job, Rockstar. I, I think it sounds like you guys are fairly on the up and up. I guess we'll find out as this story goes on. Uh, you didn't quite fall to the level of telltale from what we're seeing. But still... I would definitely tell all of you to make sure to watch out for yourselves. Put in that extra effort, but take care of your health. Take care of your family. Because that downtime, that rest you get, that time to relax and uh, decompress is very important. We got a little more news about a little game called Star Citizen. And I don't know. I only found one piece that was actually kind of interesting about this news. Apparently at StarCon, I think that's what they're called. No, CitizenCon. Got that wrong. Uh, they announced some story missions that are going to be available at some point. I did not see a date on those. That shouldn't be no surprise since we don't even have a date for a full release. But anyways, we might get into that in a moment. But the one thing that bothered me about this news is they are releasing a ship for 330 $30. I believe that's what I saw. It was over $300. But it doesn't come with the game included. Okay. I think that might be fair. Since if you're dropping 300 and some odd dollars on a game, you probably already have the base game. The way Star Citizen works, you have these uh, packages. If memory serves, I don't believe this has changed, but I think at the least you can spend is $20, and you get a, uh, I think you get a ship with that. It's not a great one. It's somewhere around that $20, $30 range. And you get a ship, probably won't get insurance, meaning if you wreck it, you're going to have to uh, go through the pains of getting that ship back. I, I think you have to pay real money for it back. Still, not sure if that's changed. But in either case, that's how you get into the game. That's fine. I've done it. I paid the 20 whatever dollars. I actually got uh, lifetime insurance on my little ship. I fly around. I wreck and stuff. I get blown up. I'm terrible at the game. It runs like crap, at least for me. But still, it's a solid game, and I like the premise. I don't care for the business model, but still, that's another story. But... Someone dropping 300 and some odd dollars on the game and not uh, uh, for a ship and not getting the game. It just kind of cracks me up. And the whole thing around Star Citizen cracks me up. They're up to all, nearly $200 million raised by selling ships, by 
I'm sure other means that I don't even know. I know the main thing is the selling of the ships and everything. And you can spin upwards of, I think, I remember the highest I've heard was 500, but I believe there's been higher. I had a friend of mine actually buy one like 500 or $700 ships. It's a massive ship. And it was a special one that I think they only sold maybe a couple hundred, not very many. He turned around and sold it for like $3,000 to some guy. I mean, holy crap, that was awesome. There's some dedicated fans out there. And if that's your game, go for it. But man, I feel like the game has just not moved. Like, I've tried, like, at least every three months, I try to download it and play it again. And I just feel like nothing's changed. And maybe I'm not playing long enough. Like, I like the ship stuff. You know, all the controls you have in your ship and, you know, really getting to go out and explore and see people. And even there's some really cool, uh, I guess you call it player generated set pieces that are a lot of fun. Like, especially when you're trying to uh, get a friend to get his bounty off his head and it may take a while and there could be some bounty hunters hanging around wanting to collect on it. Basically kill him when he's trying to clear his name. And I've had a couple of instances where there's been some fun firefights. But still, it just bothers me, personally, that the game is no idea on a release date. It's been worked on since, I believe, at least 2013, 2014, if memory serves. And we still just don't have a, we don't have an end goal. I don't know how much longer they'll keep it up. I mean, hell, how long has that been? You know? seven years now and they're still doing it i don't know that long five six whatever i mean keep going but goodness gracious at least give the person who drops three hundred dollars the for a ship give them the game Big. thank you so much for joining us today not a whole lot of news this week at least nothing that tickled my fancy but hey if you have any topics you want to talk about gaming related or at BigGamingPodcast at gmail.com